Hello, hello. <lacht> What's up, everyone? Welcome to 10 Years and Counting. Today's topic, we're going to focus on does dating need an end goal? What's up, guys? And we have Pam in the house. Well, I'm in her house, but... <laughs> <laughs> and I remember when I told you, like, the reason I wanted to do this topic was because of a tweet I saw. Yeah. And someone was... Someone first started off by saying, hey, like, it's weird when you're in a relationship for five years and you haven't been married and you see friends of yours who they've been together less time right they're getting married it's like oh so what are we doing and then someone quote tweeted it and I'm like wait if 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 you guys have been together for two years and aren't thinking about marriage then what is it that you're doing i was like i was like i don't know i guess doing you like <laughs> <laughs> doing like, what we're doing yeah like, and the reason and I brought this question up to different people and I sort of came up with a dumb chart where I was saying I'm assuming dating's end goal is relationship ideally like when you're like trying to court someone that's the reason why you're doing it and then once you're in a relationship and you're building this experience with someone ideally is that end goal marriage and then I remember when I said that I was like so what happens after marriage <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what happens after no it ends that's it it's no. done that, oh, that's no. where life dies <laughs> I'm ready <laughs> well I mean as, as talking like uh, as a married woman yeah I can tell you it doesn't end there uh, okay good I'm glad <laughs> but uh, I also didn't expect to be married mm. at all yeah. um, prior to my husband I didn't think of marriage much mm. until my mother is like you know, you should start thinking about it. <laughs> you should, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm joking. It, it was no mostly because you know I have I have an older sister. Yeah. And she's seven years older. Mm. So she was facing a lot of things that I saw. Like, okay, in, in seven years, that's gonna be me. I'm gonna have to start thinking about that. So when yeah. I noticed that um, my parents and like society and her friends all started getting married, she felt the pressure, and therefore I saw like shit in seven years i'm gonna have to start thinking about marriage like mm -hmm. okay i'll start doing it now and and see how i feel but i i saw it as a as a party like oh. like well, when i get married i'm gonna have this and i'm gonna get married at the beach and and i'm gonna have a white dress and this but like i didn't see what happens afterwards because yeah. i just saw it as well, that's also like the same thing whenever you see like any Disney movie. You just <laughs> see the end. It's like, oh, they're happily ever after. And, and that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Like, so what happens after that? Like, I, I wasn't really trained on the afterwards. I mean, mm. I, I was raised to be very domestic. Yeah. So from a very early age, I knew how to cook and clean and take care of myself. Mm -hmm. As I grew older, I realized <laughs> I, don't need a, I don't need to use these skills for a man. These yeah. are just so I can be a reliant human being yeah exactly <laughs> it's just so you can be self-reliant mm -hmm. and then as i grew older i realized not everyone gets this education true there's a lot of people women and men that don't know that they have to se separate colors when they do their laundry <laughs> it's very important especially if you don't want to waste money buying the same t-shirt over and over again that's what i do i do all of my laundry based on blue clothes and red and gray yeah you have a lot of blue reds and grays no i'm just making, i was making up colors i'm i'm mostly black gray and blue so that's my that's my entire wardrobe as you can see today oh it looks great yeah oh and the shoes uh but it's just i i grew up not really thinking about it the way that people portray a lot of mm -hmm. girls to think about it 
not really a thing. And as I grew older, I started asking both my mom and my dad, you know, am, am I supposed to get married? And my mom's like, well, you know, that ideally you'd get married so you have someone to grow old with. So it was the, she brought up the idea of companionship mm-hmm. and like building your own family and and you know having what they had yeah. or they have. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> whereas when I spoke to my dad, was very like, listen, I had you educated so you can be an independent woman. Mm. If you want to marry someone, great, but don't do it based on money. Don't do it because you want them to support you. You're smart. You can, you know, work for yourself. If you want, you can slut around your entire life. But don't depend on a man or let a man control you. Mm. So those two ideals came as made me think, okay, well, I'll have my degrees. I'll be able to work on my own. And I can, can we curse in this? Yeah. I can fuck around. There you go. <laughs> oh, you have not heard all of my podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know how like big you were because we tried not to curse and then oh, I no, just I cursed like a sailor. Curse. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I grew up feeling that way and mm-hmm. didn't feel that pressure of getting married. Mm. Um, from my parents, even though the pressure was on my sister, but I think because she grew up in uh, in Ecuador longer yeah. than I did, mm. so she felt that conservative culture pressure more than I did. Okay. Uh, but then, as I started dating. I thought like, great, I'm 21, I'm 20, it's fine. And this guy did in college, we did it for like a year and a few months. Mm. And when it got to the year and one month, he says, so where's this going? I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean where this is going? Until next week. We'll <laughs> yeah, see like, yeah. <laughs> we're hanging out, we're going on trips. At this point, we had been to like Italy, mm-hmm. we've been to um, Vegas, San Francisco, you know, we've we traveled and I was enjoying it you know he was paying for his own things I was paying for my own things there was Mm. no expectation of joining or putting together our assets okay I mean I didn't have any assets but he had some assets yeah I'm gonna do that with mine and my uh, podcast microphone these are my assets (laughs) into our relationship (laughs) and like I was like I don't know like just keep dating he said well you know do you think you see us getting married in the future? I'm like, dude, it's just been a year. Like, mm-hmm. we, yeah, I've, I've just started like moving my stuff into your place. Yeah. And next thing I know, like a few months later, he ends it because I didn't live up to his potential. I wasn't making as much money as he was. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as financially stable. So it was really weird because no one had ever told me. My father or my mother had never told me like well, you have to be financially independent and stable for a man to want you. That was usually something that was pushing a guy. Mm. Like, I remember my brother, my parents telling my brother, like, he had to, if he wanted to start a family and, like, support a wife, he had to do this, this, and that. That wasn't something I was told to do. Yeah. So when this guy expected me to be the one stable and me to be financially, like, independent, as well as him, I was like, oh, oh, so... Even in marriage, you wouldn't, like, help each other out. You each have your own thing. Like, yeah. that was his idea You're of marriage. saving accounts. And right. Yeah. So that was his idea of marriage, whereas my idea of, of marriage was different. Hmm. So, <clears throat> obviously, parted ways. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I figured just date from then on. And yeah. for three years, I dated, uh, like, without 
serious commitment. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to England for mm -hmm. uh, my MBA. And I thought like, yeah, I'm just gonna focus on my studies and you know occasionally date here and there. But I didn't think I was gonna make any serious connections, maybe some networking connections. Mm -hmm. And then I met Scott. <laughs> 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 and it's one of those things that we. I just realized you guys are the first couple that I've actually done. Oh, wait, really? Yes. Oh, because yeah. you did a I did podcast with him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. You. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, when, when we started dating, I I can tell you honestly, I knew on our second date mm. that I didn't want to attend. Okay. Like I saw like after that failed relationship I realized the things that were important for me in a companion and a partner yeah. and those things were not how much he made mm -hmm. not the degree not like his background like did he have a pretty last name and by that I mean like a powerful last name oh, like okay. a Kennedy or like an Obama mm. like someone with power behind it yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't looking into that uh, and that's something big in my culture by the way mm. So, I, I saw what I wanted in someone. He was gonna accept that I like comics. <laughs> I'm a bit of a tomboy. Yeah. He's not gonna make me wear dresses. Oh, the guy prior to this had taken me shopping because he wanted me to be more feminine. Wait, so was he, he paying for it? Yeah, he paid for it. Oh, I'm okay, like, cool. because he, he kept insisting <laughs> like, oh, you should wear these dresses. You know, I wish you were I more should. feminine. I'm like, you can buy them for me. Yeah. So he did. Mm. I think it was one time he spent money on me because oh. <laughs> he really wanted me to be like an it girl. Yeah. And there's no taking my like plaid and beanies away from me. So jeans and my jeans yeah. like pfft, there's no way you'll take that from me. <laughs> I mean, dresses are cool, but I'm not dress forward. That's fair. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not really suit wearing unless. I have to like go to an interview or yeah. I mean, an event or a wedding, you know, like in those scenarios. But right. cool, if I'm not like going to a wedding or an interview or some sort of event that requires a suit, right? Why, why do I have to wear one? But then again, see, that's just me. So everyone's completely different in terms of what they're comfortable with. Exactly. Yeah. And so I just wanted someone that understood that. Mm -hmm. They weren't going to change me, but they weren't going to leave me stagnant you know like yeah. you don't want to be with someone that's going to be the same for the rest of their life true you want someone that you can grow with mm -hmm. and you can have that exchange of ideas and say like oh well shit we're evolving yeah and that's something i noticed immediately from our second date because we took a walk around london and i was pretty broke and he was he, well he was a bartender so he had actually more money than me uh but he on the first day he had taken he asked me about Krispy Kremes, and I told him, we only have one in New York now. Yeah. And, but I really like them more than Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So second date, he brought soda and a box of Krispy Kremes, and we just walked all over London. Nice. Yeah, I think mostly because I hadn't topped up my Metro card, well, mm -hmm. my Oyster card. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, ah, crap, let's just walk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so from then on, I knew that I wanted to be with him for a while. Yeah. And even after my visa expired, we'd figure out a way to be, be together. And we did. Nice. So there was no, <laughs> we didn't see an end goal to dating. It was more like, we want this to go as long as we want, uh, as we can. Fair. 
Uh, should there be an end goal? There should be. Mm-hmm. Should it be marriage? No. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to say that once you're in a relationship, like, the end goal should be marriage, but right. I just never knew what else was there after that. I'm not saying, like, okay, cool, we're, we're married now, we're just, just going to go around being married or whatever. Like, you, there's <laughs> other things you're going to want to do, obviously, as a couple, but right. I didn't know what else was there. I mean, other options are... Just kids? I guess that's where the point where yeah. that comes in, then you become parents, or yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, that's if you want kids. See, that's where. See, I guess that, that's where you need to have those conversations about exactly. You know, while you're dating and while you're in a relationship, do you want this? And if you don't, then and you want kids or something, it's like mm, I don't want that in my life. It's like, huh? But I do. So I guess that's the point where Niall, you you know, either one of you are going to have to make that decision. Right, and yeah. that's actually something that was brought up very early on with Scott and, mm. and I, because I believe uh, his prior serious relationship, that was the issue. Mm. Like, one of the things that was... was a deal breaker. Yeah, one of the things <laughs> was she did not see herself having kids, mm. and he saw himself in the future having kids. Okay. So they had been in this long relationship, and... I guess it didn't work out because of those differences. Yeah. Whereas with us, it was very like, okay, he said, like, I want kids. And I told him, ah, well, I want kids. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my biology biology down there is very complex. Mm. So I might not be able to have kids. Yeah. He's like, well, are you down for adopting? I was like, yes, cool. So we'll we'll have kids. They just might not buy... By, uh, they might not be biological. Which is great because then you don't have to worry about like pushing for like, you know, oh. hours. And so, like, you're nine months. It's like, that's good. You don't have to worry about that. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, like, I think it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll still work towards True. biological kids, but mm-hmm. if not, like, just get adoption lists nice. and like start working on that. Cool. But at least we're both on that page. Mm. Um, we both have a friend. Well, I became friends with one of Scott's closest friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Nick. Uh, yes. And he is an amazing father. And his partner is an amazing mother. And they have two gorgeous kids. Like, he's actually, like, he's an amazing adult. <laughs> <laughs> Not just father, like, but adult. <laughs> like, this guy, I think he's my age. Or somewhere between my age and Scott's age. Scott's yeah. five years older. Mm-hmm. Um and he's already almost fully paid his house off. Nice. Two kids. Uh, he works four days a week. So Good he work. gets to spend like three days with nice. his kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, the mother, she stays at home, but she does some side businesses as mm-hmm. well. Um, no debts, no uni debts, oh, no, those are no Sally Mae. True. Oh, man. <laughs> like, he, he, did it, he did it the right way in the sense that he got all the adult things accomplished that our parents told us we should accomplish true, true. but they're not married mm. yeah they're like eh, like the commitments there yeah. they don't need a, a document telling them that the commitments there yeah mm, that's a fair point they've made it and they're two responsible beings that respect each other mm. and that's a big part of <clears throat> keeping that commitment is not just he's cute he makes this much money oh he went to Harvard Oh my God. Like, 
like all those things like it those things all those things could change yeah like, exactly very easily you, like oh people can just lose a job out of exactly like, like Thanos snap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean one minute I was when I was with that guy that saw that I wasn't living up to my potential mm-hmm. uh, I was working at a box office I was working at the Barnes and Noble yeah I was working as a brand ambassador like giving freebies on the street yeah um, yeah, I was working three jobs at once that weren't enough for me to live on my own. Yeah. Uh, and a few years later, I'm living in London, full-time work, mm-hmm. full-time school, like traveling. Your life can change yeah. so drastically within a short amount of time. True. So if you're going for someone that makes this much money and does this and does that, like that can all go out in a month. Yeah. Like, my focus is more on acceptance and respect because if you respect each other no matter what happens that connection will stay firm it yeah. will stay intact yeah and that's how come when i was sort of trying to figure out how to like talk about this i usually with me if i can't think of something i'll just go to like uh social media like people will give me their opinions that matters so <laughs> I think on Twitter I think only six people responded so it was like three and three so it's like alright 50-50 then on Instagram like uh, what was it 11 people said yes there needs to be an anvil and then 19 said there, does, there doesn't have to be one and then Facebook was a little bit more 77% so oh. there doesn't have to be an anvil and I was like oh well that's cool that's good to know but I wanted to dig a little bit deeper and figure out why some people said yes or no. Right. Like that makes sense. The yes was if you're with someone, you see some sort of future, or it would be a waste of time if there's no goal. Um, well, that's a fair point, but I think it depends on the individual, too. I mean, and, and I think that's what a lot of the topics that I talk about, it's, it's different for each person at the right. end of the day. Like, yes, a poll can say one thing, but each person will have a different reasoning why. The wasting time I do get, because, like, let's say if... Um, I know some people I'm, I'm usually cool now with the idea of whenever someone asks on like a first or second day it's like what are you looking for it's like well that's cool I, I guess you have a mindset of where you want this to go yeah now I know with me I usually always say towards the cool I do want to be a relationship but that's not something I'm thinking about for like the next month or two like yes I want to get there eventually I don't know how it's going to go cause, oh okay so yeah even when you so you've been single for a while. Yeah. But even now when you start dating, you're like, yeah, I want a relationship, but let's not, this isn't a conversation for now. Like, Yeah, like meaning, yes, in the f- fair future, like let's say six months if we're both right. specifically seeing each other, I'd like that to, ideally, depending on how the second or third, or whatever date we're on goes, we're, right. we'll see from there. But I, I also try to make sure that I set those expectations early. Like, meaning, yes, I'm looking for a relationship, but I don't want you to think, like, in a month, you're going to come back and be like, hey. So, it's like, mm, like I said before, I <laughs> want to get there, but I, I it's just because I also know myself. Like, right. I know I'm not just going to, like, jump into that again. Or, so, yeah. So, like, I know I'm going to take specific steps. And I understand if that's a waste of time. If someone's like, yeah, I'm trying to look for this. It's like, well, then that's cool. I don't yeah. want to keep you away from that. Right. So, the, the waste of time, I sort of see that, and I guess also depends on the age you're in. If you're like 22, then you, 
I'm pretty sure like the last thing you're thinking about is relationships. I, I'm assuming. Right. Because I wasn't. <laughs> um, but I wasn't. Yeah, I was also moving to California at that point. It's like, yeah, no, I have I have sunsets and beaches in my future. <laughs> that is my future. <laughs> and then with the people that said that there's no need for it, it's usually they said people can usually casually date without getting married or in a relationship. Right. Well, well that's fair. People can be in... Really, you know, that happens all the times. I've I've known many friends who've been in relationships and they didn't end in marriage, so it doesn't have. I mean, that's also an end, not an end goal, but you know, like that. That's a result that could happen too. And same thing that was mentioned was sort of like communicate what you want. It's like, yes, if you don't say early on what it is that you want, then you you're are not gonna, gonna get it. Yeah, you're gonna be stuck in this limbo of, hey, you wasted my time. I was like, uh, did you say what you wanted? No. It's like. How did I waste your time? You didn't say you wanted anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, relationships shouldn't. Oh, this is the one I was telling you about the hallmark response I got because I, I I hate sappy <laughs> <laughs> um, quotes. It's like relationships shouldn't have an end goal if it's constantly growing, which is like fair. I think I, yeah. That's sort of like how I've always seen relationships. I don't want them to feel like you're fixing me in a way like I know I have my own issues. has I someone mean, tried to fix you no I'm joking no you know what I mean I'm joking I'm not no because I know women like that yeah like, they I mean, will the, yeah they'll date a guy and they're like oh well if I can change this this and that he'll be perfect I can fix him it's just like mm. nah dude just no I'm, I would <laughs> do the short-term dating for that like if you can fix me then great and then I'm, I'm done like I've been <laughs> fixed well that's good that's our end goal fix me no no but meaning that I've never thought of that as sort of like fixing whatever deficiencies I've had. I've always thought of that more like as an enhancement, you know, meaning that we're going to just constantly have specific goals or tasks that we want to do. doesn't mean it's... I also don't go in with life expecting to have one goal. In the relationship? No, and just in general. Oh, okay. Like for oh, years, yeah. like, hey, so what do you want to do for like the new... I don't like resolutions. It's more like, cool, what are my like new year goals? Yeah. So like I feel like if we're in a relationship, I guess the way I would like to approach is like every year we like check in and be like, cool, so what do you want to accomplish for year two? And that's kind of what it is. I oh, mean, good. I figured it out. <laughs> took 11 years, but I have, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it, that's kind of what it is. And I'm, I mean, I'm slowly realizing that as well. Oh, okay, good. So, okay, cause yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you, when I, when we decided to get married, we realized it's really just so we can be together in the same country and continue mm -hmm. this this growth yeah and he's gonna grow you know as himself yeah but I'm just gonna help him get there and vice mm -hmm. versa so for example the first one was move to move to the US save enough money and then move out and, and start our lives yeah. uh, we had some hardships so it didn't go as planned, so we it never does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what I mean. I'm not trying to be glass quarter full or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just mean like that's just it happens. Yeah, like, you, you have know. a plan. Sometimes that plan is not going to go accordingly. It's just how you adjust to it. Exactly, and we adjusted to it. So we moved out a little bit earlier, less savings, but we were together. Yeah, and together we said like, okay, this is what else do, are we going to do to continue staying together because mm -hmm. we had suddenly problems with immigration and like he might have to move he mm -hmm. might have to you know apply for his papers outside of the country okay so we're 
trying we were trying to figure out how do we continue staying together and what's our next step um so we moved uh we had our, we got our own place uh he started looking for jobs and i started doing more adult things like learning immigration law mm. <laughs> and dealing with you know landlords and it's something that was brand new to me because yeah. i hadn't moved out and mm -hmm. even when I moved to London, my school was in charge of all that. Right. And, you know, paying bills and keeping track of all these things and then doing, what, what forms are they? W-9s? Yeah, w like on my own. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Four, I used to ask my, my parents, like, how many dependents do I do? Is I still one, do that now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, also because I think it's different when you know someone that's an accountant. It's like, yeah, like. Tell me the ropes again. All zero. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah and like, which insurance package should I pick? Oh, yeah, I'm still on that right I now. It's like, um, <laughs> which one costs less? Is that a good thing, or should I get like the ones in the middle? Like, do I sacrifice the money now for a good oh. health plan? That way, like, I can have whatever. Or like a health savings plan. Like those. I suddenly started to have to deal with all those things, and so did he. As soon as he got his first U.S. job, mm -hmm. so we were both growing different jobs different pace yeah. we both ended up doing the same thing so since I got my job first I then taught him okay this is what you do blah 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 but he also <clears throat> taught me on how to deal with people because growing up I was always bullied mm. I was heavily bullied and I was smart but I didn't have the gift of gab mm. And you Scott also weren't wearing dresses. I'm and I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was so flawed. Yeah. <laughs> and here comes a man to save me. Yes. <laughs> but enhanced, not enhanced. 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 <laughs> but um, he, as I brought structure into his life, and teaching him the ways that it is to be an adult in the U.S., mm -hmm. something new to both of us, he helped bring confidence in me because he, he was raised in a very different environment mm -hmm. in that he didn't think of me as an inferior which a lot of the guys that I dated before did yeah like a lot of the guys one guy in particular uh, I made a joke once and I remember this vividly because he laughed so hard and I was like oh was it that funny like in my mind mm -hmm. and then he's like oh my god you were actually funny haha <laughs> and I'm just like what do you mean actually funny he's like well I don't, I wasn't, I'm not really dating you because of your humor, you know, it, and I'm like, why are you dating me? He's like, because, you know, you're cute and you're smart. Essentially, I'm this, the girl that he can bring home to his parents. Mm. I'm like, but, but I'm not funny? He's like, I'm not particularly, I'm just like. <gasps> oh, see, if I said that, that's like, I'm sorry, that's done. Like, that's all I get. That's all I offer. So yeah, yeah. And, and and ears to listen, and that's it. Like. And the more I went into this relationship, I slowly started seeing like he didn't think of me as funny as he was. Mm -hmm. He didn't think of me as smart as he was. Because I would bring up books, and he's like, "Oh, you've you've read that? You've read books <laughs> from front to end?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's no, like, "Oh." I just looked at the back cover and the end cover. <laughs> so I read it from cover to cover. Yes. <laughs> so it's just seeing that these guys were amazed and suddenly like turned yeah. on by simple things as reading or you know being funny mm -hmm. and a joke I was like they had such low expectations of me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like I wanted to date someone that didn't have that they yeah. expected me to be on their level mm. and not just financially yeah like 
So he came from a place where his mother was the witty one. Mm. I mean, his, his father was witty, yeah. but she had the zingers. Mm. And she was sassy and she was cool and she introduced him to Led Zeppelin and like all these things that he didn't see as one gender being inferior to the other. Yeah. It was more complimentary. I think it also depends on like how you were raised too. Like, yeah. like I guess your parents, uh, I think your parents' relationships probably play, a f they sort of not guide you. But they tell you what to expect out of a relationship yeah. when you grow old. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's the same way because like my mom was usually the, I don't want to say smarter one. Just like <laughs> <laughs> so you're expecting the female in your life to be smarter than you? Yeah, just not funnier. That's just <laughs> that's not a no. Everything else is no. Not saying that like no, but I mean that there was like no expectations. That meaning that they each had their own like pros. Right. So meaning that. Yes, sure. Someone's gonna be like smarter, or funnier than you. That that just comes with life, I guess. But right. the idea is that no, your partner shouldn't be better than you in everything. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. But it, yeah, like no, you guys bring in your own strengths and weaknesses too. Exactly. So he, what he helped me with is standing up for myself mm. and being more aggressive and not being ashamed of being aggressive. Mm. And I became more assertive. I became more like, okay, well, this is my knowledge, and I stand by it. Yeah. And, you know, you can't treat me less because just because you think I'm less. Yeah. Like I put in this much, this much like time to my studies, my MBA. Like I should be taken seriously. Yeah. And he helped me build that confidence and bring it to my work. Nice. Even though he hasn't been to my job. Mm -hmm. But he, whenever I would feel down, he's like, "Why? You're smart. You're this. You're that. You've studied." Damn, he's like, never told me that. <laughs> <laughs> he he reminded me of the confidence that I should have. Yeah. And it's something that has been taken away from me slowly throughout society. Yeah. So he's always there reminding me, like, don't be an idiot, because mm -hmm. I know you're not an idiot. Yeah. I didn't marry an idiot. Hmm. So stop it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we, I was we, a minister for both, so I could agree to that. <laughs> it's um it's it's a companionship that due to the different countries ended up in a marriage yeah but it was never the end goal and mm. i don't think it should be i mean what do you see yourself like what would the end goal be for you um because there's this this pod no. <laughs> <laughs> oh just like doctor who yes exactly after every regeneration he's yes, like exactly. oh he, he looks down at his chest he's, and he doesn't see any boobs. He's like, oh, I'm not a woman yet. But finally. <laughs> Boom. I know. Exactly. No, but what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this podcast is about you and, you know, 10 years and counting. Yeah. And uh, what, what have you taken from all these interviews? Yeah. You know, the end goals. Because I'm sure even though this is your, I guess, end goal in, uh, podcast mm -hmm. episode. I'm sure it's been discussed in prior ones. Yeah, no, it it, it comes out through each one. Um, in terms of like what I've learned yeah. from it is that well, human beings are confusing as well. <laughs> <laughs> Complicated. And communication plays a huge factor towards everything. Like, I don't know if, like compared to like the beginning of the podcast to like now, mm -hmm. I don't know. I've, I've, I have taken dating more seriously. Not saying like I didn't beforehand, but 
in my 20s i did not really like, oh, you're mid- still t- in your 20s aren't you well when this airs i'll be old <laughs> dirty and gray <laughs> back aches and everything no not right now i'm 29 yes no but i mean like my <laughs> mid to like early, early to mid early 20s. to mid 20s i just did not give a fuck like what it was i just wanted to get to like cool meet someone see where that goes and i still have that sort of mindset but i when i like look at someone's profile or when i like message them i yes i see myself going on a date with this person not just i don't know like i i I, so like even like now or like the last couple of episodes whenever i've spoken about relationships i've started going with the mindset of them and also the idea of the podcast wasn't supposed to be about dating and relationships it was just supposed to be about dating oh but i just dating. realized yeah but i know but that was a thing right like the first episode was um online dating then the next one was first dates and the third one was ghosting and the other one was like mental health and dating and then i just realized after that i was just making it more complex and i couldn't just stick to dating right and then either way all these topics sort of like go hand in hand with relationships anyways and the more i just kept on talking about relationships i sort of i don't i went in knowing that i wanted one i and even now when people say what are you looking for i i'm slowly trying to figure that out like yes i know i want someone that's funny or or has at least a good sense of humor and doesn't want kids too because that'd be great no no i i did so i I was on bumble and bumble they've added that you can actually add other questions Mm -hmm. and there's features like hey do you want kids do you want like you know um, 10 dogs yeah 10 dogs do you want (laughs) dogs or like whatever and i remember i saw someone's profile and i saw that they wanted kids and i swiped left not because that they want kids, but just because if that's what your goal is, yeah, I don't want kids. Right. So, so then why... why would I like not saying like oh no or <laughs> it's just more like no I understand that if that's something you do want so that's something I've seen myself not having then right. why would I like waste your time? So like yes, the concept of wasting your time makes more sense now. <laughs> yes, I, I see that now. Yes, as a I don't even know like what, it, what I'm, how I'm trying to answer this, but I just think that I've you've evolved seen... as the podcast has have evolved itself. Yeah, exactly. I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I've said like, yeah, I want to be in a relationship at least in some episodes and later in the years. Like, oof, wait, I said that. Yeah, I'm growing. Oh shit, <laughs> adulting. Not that's not really adulting, but no. But I've yeah, I've at least my mindset towards dating relationships has changed since the podcast started. The the weird thing about the whole dating and relationship things is that people have preconceived notions of what dating is or mm-hmm. what they should be doing. And if yeah. they're not doing that, then I shouldn't do it at all. Yeah. And we have to remember where this all came from. Like dating, essentially courtship mm-hmm. and courtship wasn't un- like introduced until shit. I don't even, I, I just know when. <laughs> love marriages were introduced into Mm. the environment i don't know when courtship started but courtship the point of courtship was to give the couple independence on choosing a partner Mm. you still had to choose from a pre-selected yeah amount field yeah yeah but you still chose as opposed to like your marriage night oh this is to do oh crap like shit uh you got to be courted and you got decided like oh yeah well this guy you know i respect this guy more yeah and even in arranged marriages the commonality on happiness is respect yeah um 
so we really have to when it comes to dating we have to think about first of all dating is whatever you want to make it yeah like it used to be one thing then it turned into another uh it went from being a process to get married Mm -hmm. to a lifestyle yeah like people just date and now it's more well what is dating and is dating being in a relationship or is a relationship the next level and then the next level is a serious relationship kind of like when you're like associate marketing and then associate Mm. manager and then senior manager it's like no (laughs) (laughs) you make it whatever you want it to be in my eyes a friendship is a relationship Mm -hmm. so even if you are not living together yeah or considering each other romantically it's a relationship Mm -hmm. If you're seeing each other casually, it's a relationship. Now, a serious relationship, you as you call, people can call it, yeah. that can be something more obvious. Yeah. It's, hey, we respect each other. We don't want to be with other people mm-hmm. because that's what we consider respect. Yeah, I'm saying that because there's also polygamy, which yeah. is one of the most natural types of relationships as humans. Yeah. And there's a choice that you can have, but you also need to respect each other. Yeah, like, I, I remember that. Uh, that's a great point. I, a couple of years ago, I went out with someone that was in a, a polyamorous relationship. And I remember I told a friend of mine that, and I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm sorry, what? You did what? It's like, no, we weren't in a polyamorous relationship. I was secondary <laughs> in that relationship. It's like, wait, so three ways? Like, no, that's not what. That's not what it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so it was like weird. I'm not polyamorous. Like, I don't, I'm not. But I feel like I'm teaching it to someone that doesn't know what it is. So, <laughs> but then, yeah, that's also another thing that you have to like bring up. It's sort of, what are your expectations when it comes to like polyamory? And and same thing in any relationship. Right. Like, it's like the same thing with me. I, I do have a lot of different friends and obviously we have our own relationships right and I don't have the same expectations I have to one friend to another because that's just like no we have our own I don't know rules definitions or, yeah exactly exactly yeah I mean I think I, I've never been in a polyamorous or mm-hmm. polygamous when did those two words change polyamorous versus polygamous is there a difference anyways yeah so <laughs> I feel like regardless of whether it's uh, polyamorous or monogamous, Mm -hmm. there has to be respect. You can't say you're polyamorous and be like, oh, it's because I was dating three girls and then I was with you. It's like, nah, did did you and that first girl like agree on that? Mm -hmm. Then it's polyamorous. There's a respect. There's an equal exchange. Mm But you having one girl and then having three side girls, that's not pot. No, that's cheating. That's, that's not, yeah. Yeah, and there's <laughs> nothing wrong if you want to be with multiple people. Just, you know, be straightforward and, you know, out in the open. Yeah. That's part of it. And I wonder what the end game is for polyamorous people. I mean, they, I don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, how, how does that end? Is there a marriage in polyamorous? I'm probably sure. I, Aside from so what, actually, Utah or, okay, or I, Nevada? Okay, I two people that were polyamorous. I just mentioned one. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the other one was engaged. Oh. Did I ask more questions? Like, no, because that's not. I, I, 
also because that they were just visiting New York, so it's a <laughs> different story for another day and out the podcast. <laughs> um, but no, with them, they I, I didn't ask more about the relationship because that's not why we were meeting up. Right. But she was upfront about like, yes, I'm engaged and we're in a... Committed relationship. Yes, yeah. But meaning that, yes, I pretty much the way, at least in the two experiences I've had, is like, yes, we've agreed that we can hook up with other people. And that's pretty much it. But we don't discuss the hookup. We may discuss, yes, I slept with someone. And yeah. that was pretty much to the end of it. Right. But and then again, like like I said, it, for me, it was just, I don't want to know too much about, like, as long as, like, I don't have someone coming after me later <laughs> on, like, yeah, then great. Then I don't really care what you guys do. Are you guys clean and stuff? It's like, cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, how am I supposed to know? I don't know. I'm not a... <laughs> um... There was this one other question. I, I know you, I, I didn't really answer that question, but I guess it depends on each couple. Because like exactly. I said, like with those two couples, they had different mindsets. One, so one was planning to get married, so they still, I'm assuming they can still like fuck, even though they're Yeah, because in, in the marriage, you bring in a different part of, you know, yourself mm-hmm. and commitment as and, opposed to the other, other person. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the question I had was, is the mindset you're going to marry the person you're in? That's a dumb question. No, I'm going to skip that. (laughs) Um, So this goes back to a specific episode I did before, which was rushing into relationships. And the Mm -hmm. question I brought up was, is the reason that there's an end goal is why people rush into them? Because I've noticed that if if someone wants a relationship, Mm -hmm. I feel like they may skip steps before the relationship just to like get the title oh okay i don't know i that was just my thinking i was thinking is that why people rush in because of whatever end goals they may have from dating i don't know um i can tell you from my experience whenever i've rushed into a relationship Mm -hmm. has never been an end goal thing it's more been um (laughs) and this is gonna sound really primal but Thinking back to it, yeah, um, it was more. I'd always been cheated on. Mm. Like every guy before Scott cheated on me at least once. So it became a thing of uh, securing the guy, yeah. saying, "This is my property. This yeah. is my guy. No yeah. one else fuck with him." You know mm. that, that kind of thing. It was really, <laughs> really primal <laughs> and dumb. Now that I think about it, we're but te- like we're technically animals. So. <laughs> But it was the idea of like, this is my boyfriend, this is the title, there's there's a, a commitment, everyone yeah. else fuck off. Yeah. Um, and it was insecurity that if we didn't have that title, mm-hmm. like that person would cheat on me. Yeah. Now, as I've grown older, I realized titles doesn't matter. If the person wants to cheat, they will cheat. Mm-hmm. Like, but that was the reason why I rushed in. Mm. Like, okay. I'd have a crush within the first week, second week, and got deeper and deeper and... I was like, it was puppy love by the end of the month. Mm. So it's like, I wanted that, you know, that title as soon as possible. Just to like put it out in the open. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was as the French called it in the 18th century, a love sickness. Oh no, that actually was the Greek. <laughs> in good, the middle cause, of the Good, because I was going to test you on that. It's like, mm. It was, actually, it was actually the, uh, the French during, during the uh, Middle Ages, and it was the Greeks early on in ancient times. Hmm, uh, yeah, the French saw it as a, a love sickness, that it, it was 
if you had a certain level of attraction, lustfulness, it wasn't good for the marriage. So I love all those uh, Valentine's posts when it's like, hey, love is in the air, and you just see someone like spraying, like all the hearts away. <laughs> I see it's a sickness. So. Oh, get those pheromones away from me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I feel like it is, I mean, in a sense, it mm -hmm. is driven by hormones when yeah. you think about it, that, that passionate love. Mm -hmm. It's marriage and everything is what happens after like, that leaves mm. like how do you continue that growth it's have you ever watched and anyone listening should watch the movie like water for uh chocolate mm. como agua para chocolate and it's it, it talks about love mm. and there's the idea of arranged marriage um and like love marriage and it explains um at like love marriage which is like a burning like slow burning candle yeah as opposed to something passionate that can it's like uh burning a packet of that matches reminds me of modern romance i feel like aziz mentioned that in one of his like <laughs> it was just sort of like you just see the it was like a chart yeah and it was just sort of like okay cool you have this endorphin and it just spikes up and then it just goes back down and ideally it just continues going up and down and ideally, you want something where it's more towards the middle. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. No, he, 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 yeah. he does. Yeah, I actually have the book right there. I saw that. That's why I mentioned it. Um, excuse me. He does mention that. Um, and that's why I thought about the, the book and mm -hmm. the movie. And they, um, they explore the different levels of love. They explore unrequited love. Um, but where was I going with this? Marriage is the, the slow-burning kind. Mm -hmm. um, what was your original question again? Oh, I, I was just... I bring it back to No, that. it's cool. I, I was saying... I was thinking, is an end goal why people rush into relationships? That was just sort of my thinking when I was coming up with questions for this. I think it's episode. more of... I think people rush into relationships or rush, rush into anything yeah. due to insecurities. Mm. And I can tell you at least that's 50% of things I hear from my friends okay when they rush into any sort of decision it's an insecurity mm. because they're afraid something's gonna happen if they don't make this decision I can see that Damn. Yeah. more about myself every day <laughs> <laughs> oh so there was this one thing I saw where it says like does having options make it difficult to focus on goals and I think if you're dating yes so meaning if the issue when it comes to having a dating app is that there's so many different options. So you can't really think about, a, I, ideally it depends on who it is, but yes, having so many different options on, oh cool, I can go out with this person one day and one with another. At that point, you're never really thinking about an end goal because you're seeing so many people like right. a specific amount of time. And it's funny, going back to Aziz Ansari's book, uh, modern romance in it he talks about how that was a big factor mm -hmm. on how people dated and got married and how quickly and how young now that we have all these different options we're always turning and seeing like well yeah this person's nice but what if the next person is on my next swipe mm, you know yeah. what if my ideal girl will come in through that door at like 2 a.m. in the morning like that's not gonna happen but girls are coming into random houses, no like apartments and, i'm talking like if you're in a bar yeah oh okay but like if you're out like you know yeah. doing your thing mm -hmm. um but because of all these options 
uh, it's more difficult for people to settle down. Yeah. And people now see settling down more as settling. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's settling yeah. down isn't settling. <laughs> okay, good. So like it's, some, yeah. Those two are completely different. Settling down is you don't want to do the same thing again. You're ready for a life shift. Mm-hmm. And you're looking for someone to do it with. Yeah. Like your life is no longer going to be bars and doing this and like going to parties. I mean, it could, mm-hmm. but now you want to do it with someone that can join resources with you. Kind of yeah, yeah. like old times in marriage, you know, you married because you wanted to keep the same assets and stuff within the same family. Mm, okay. Now it's more like, well, let's move in together because we save money on rent. Yeah. And we can still go party, mm-hmm. but we'll save money on rent and we'll save money on food if we do it together. True. And see, the the end goal doesn't have to change your lifestyle. Yeah. It's just finding someone to do it with. I guess it depends on the lifestyle you have too. Exactly. But all again, t- once again, going back to all these options, if I don't think it matters, <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, it it is a factor for a lot of people, but if you know what you want out of that companion, Mm -hmm. if you're, if you've decided these are the personality traits that I want, and I want this person to be in this level in their life, that they are, they're ready to have kids. Yeah. Once you have those things set and you realize these are things I want, suddenly skimming through the options is way easier. Yeah. Like... As soon as I knew who, like, what I wanted in a person, it didn't matter whether they made a hundred thousand, yeah. whether they worked for, you know, Ernst and Young or mm-hmm. like J.P. Morgan. I didn't care. What mattered was, um, you know, where they gonna accept me for who I am. Do they like comics? Are they gonna accept that comic stuff? Are they gonna be like? You're too old to have a stuffed animal in your bed. Excuse me? I am just playing around with this penguin. (laughs) I actually had a friend um, while I was in Bangkok. She was dating this lawyer. Yeah. And, you know, this guy made bank. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he was able to travel to Thailand and visit her while she was studying. And she told me one day, he's like, oh, he, um, uh, we were looking in the market and there was a stuffed animal. He's like, aren't you a little bit too old to have stuffed animals? I'm just like damn, that's a deal breaker in my book if I ever knew one. Mm. Like, yeah. a guy telling me I'm too old for, excuse me? Too old for what? Like, <laughs> I I earn my money. True. I will buy whatever I damn please. If I want to yeah. eat Gerber baby food, I bought it, all right? But then you have to find a guy that's okay with that. Yeah, yeah good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, by yeah. the way, I don't eat Gerber baby food because I eat too much food and that would have to be a lot of jars yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot of recycling but you know what I mean like it's you have to be firm about what you want yeah. you're if you start bending your like what you really want mm-hmm. then sure you're settling there that's when you're exactly yeah. that's when you're settling it's like yeah. oh well he makes this much money I, could, I guess I can give up you know having this in my room and I can eight kids and you know I can that pool I can get paintings as opposed to graphic artists you know painting oh like, yeah that's a thing like fine art as yeah, opposed yeah. to comics mm, okay or like fine arts as opposed to uh, a, a print yeah that's you know a thousand prints or two thousand prints you know there's uh, people that are, like really iffy on what they hang on their walls I, 
I like how you like brought up the whole the difference between settling and settling down because mm-hmm. I've never thought of I've never thought of that like oh. I never thought that when going into a relationship you're sort of not like settling not, not the settling down part but like yeah you know I was looking for this isn't this and I didn't have it like really enough for me I like finding a few specific similarities like cool you like movies or TV shows or whatever, like baseball, like that's sort of like with the friends and benefits I had. We had like those things in common. Yeah. So like everything else was easy, and not saying like there was like never any difficult points. Well, it was also friends and benefits, so it's not difficult to begin with. Yeah. Except, oh no, it's your time of the month. Got to wait an extra week. Ah, <laughs> uh, get your red wings, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's she another podcast. Was, she, no, yeah, that's like, another no. podcast. <laughs> yeah, now it's now it's definitely gonna be rated R. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, I mean, like, going back to, like, I remember your original question you were asking me in terms of, like, either, like, what I've learned or, like, what I'm looking for. I yeah. Sure, I can't fully answer that question, but I've thought about it a lot more recently than I did in 10 years, where, like, in the previous, like, especially once I hit 10, I was like, yes, I hit 10. Like, that, <laughs> was, my, that was my end goal. It got to the decade. It's like, Everything else is like, all right, cool. We're just going to... So it's been 10 years of dating. Yeah. Are there going to be five years of relationship? Whoa. Are you waiting no, no. for one year of relationship? Well, or... mm, that's interesting because OkCupid okay, usually answers questions. Like, they ask questions like, are you looking for long-term or short-term dating? Yeah. It's like, oh, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, for yeah, like, me... what's short-term? What's long-term? Yeah, exactly. What's... Like, a week is short, If like, depending on what you consider dating. So... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just being able to now, like, self-reflect. And now I know whenever I go out with someone and I see something that I, you know, if we have, like, some similarities or, Mm -hmm. like, the way they act or something, whatever, then I know with that, it's sort of, like, cool. Also, like, sort of going back to, like, the Aziz Mm -hmm. book. Like, he's just... This episode is sponsored by... (laughs) Modern Romance. (laughs) Um, No, but there's, like, a a lot of great points in the book where I thought... If, like, going in, if, like, let's say I have a date this week, and then I have another date the following week, and I'm actually taking this, like, a little bit more seriously, but, you know, going in, if you just meet one person and seeing how that goes, yeah, it's a little bit easier, because, like, now you're not fully dealing with the options, but you're also just trying to see how this person's going to play out instead of exactly. looking for the next. So, yeah, I don't know, sort of, like, what I've taken away in terms of my weird approach and also another thing that um the whole end goal thing i I started thinking where do i want to be in 50 years like if i even make it past 50 do i want it to be shared with someone Mm -hmm. am i do i see myself alone in a cabana in some you know in ecuador yeah you know where do I see myself? Do I see myself with someone, without someone? And keep in mind, in 50 years, I'm not going to look like this. Yeah. <laughs> in 50 years, I expect myself to be wrinkly, you know, great hair. And I'm keeping the great hair. I'm going to rock it. <laughs> <laughs> like, do I picture myself with someone or on my own? Mm. Like, being a solo badass? Yeah. That's the question you need to ask yourself. In 50 mm. years, do you see yourself alone? With someone else, yeah, are you some, happy? Alone? That is some long-term thinking. <laughs> I mean, I've before I moved to London, I tell I can tell you I was 11 years old when I decided 
I'm going to move to London one day mm. and I'm going to study there or I'm going to work there. It's going to be one of those things, but it will happen. And then over a decade later, it happened. Nice. So I'm a very, very long-term thinker. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. Like, we, we've been talking about kids' names since we got married. Oh, okay. Well, and we, and we decided on the male name, like, a while ago. Mm. And he's kind of left the female name to me, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. Damn it. Like, there's, there's so many names. I know. Um, there's one thing I did want to bring up. Crap, now I forgot what it was. Eh, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope you... The whole settling down and, and settling, yeah. you were able to differentiate because a lot of people mistake those. And Like, I know... Oh, now I know what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember a friend of mine was saying... I remember when I was like around the five or six year... Mm-hmm. Like, Mark? Yeah. People were like, oh, so maybe like your goal... You should like set up your goal for the year to get into a relationship. I was like, mm... Mm. That's interesting because the thing is like, no, I don't want to go that way because if I don't get into a relationship that year, it's like, did, did fail? I fail? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think just being more open to the idea of a relationship is sort of like how I'm approaching this. Just because before I was, I, I was anti-relationship for a while. I was just also bitter. <laughs> but I can, I can admit that now. Oh, I've okay. met that in year two or three. It's like, fuck no. That's a lot of personal growth. Yeah, I know, right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I sort of sort of like that's how I've approached it a little bit better now. It's just being more open to it. And the thing is that if I'm not happy with how I am now, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be happy in a relationship. Exactly. And that's, yeah. that's actually something that I learned when I was mm, sophomore year of co- uh, not mm. college, of high school. Yeah. Uh, I was in a... I was crying over some dumb boy. Ew. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my math teacher, she had overheard the conversation and I wasn't particularly fond of her mm. until this point. Nice. And it's always that moment. I know. <laughs> There's always a math teacher with me. Math teachers give me like some intense knowledge. Oh no, that's fair, I agree. Yeah. Like in middle school my math teacher had told me like in high school you get to reinvent yourself. So like you can be whoever you want to be. Well that's the same thing in college too. So <laughs> just I know. Yeah. But like at that point I didn't know that I could. Mm. Like okay. it's an option. Yeah. Uh and then in high school my math teacher she told me you should not you should never rush into a relationship and when you do get in a relationship you have to bring you have to be able to bring as much into the table as the other person. There is as much giving as there is taking. Mm. You can't just give, 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 and you can't just take, take, take. So that's where the whole being emotionally stable or being able to provide emotions, being available or being, or wanting to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. There's people that jump into a relationship because they're forced into it. Yeah. Or they feel like, oh, well, I don't know how to say no to this guy. Or, you know, That's maybe fair. he'll fall out of love. And next thing you know, you're in a relationship and you don't know how to break up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's happened to my friends. And that's why I'm saying this, because I know it's actually a thing. It's yeah. not just okay. something that we saw in How I Met Your Mother. Mm. And yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was a Ted Mosby episode oh, as well. sure. It's Ted. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to be able know what you want know yourself and know what you can bring and what you want and do you feel like you're at that point in your life that you know what you want because that way you don't have to care about the options they can all just come at you and you're like not nah, filtered yeah 
you guys don't. I, yeah, I think this. that's a great way of sort of, I guess, bringing that all together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I think I definitely feel that way a lot more now than I did at this point last year. That's great. I yeah. mean, things are going to get exciting for you. Well, let's not get too excited. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I, I, yes, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. That's good because it's so much fun mm-hmm. to to be in a long term relationship. Because as uh, as people, some people think like, oh, when you're married, like it ends and it stops getting exciting. It only stops getting exciting if you stop growing yourself. Good point. You know, that is a good way of. Yeah, I was going to ask you like how to end the podcast, and that was perfect. Yeah, I don't even have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> But I do want to thank you for coming on the podcast. And thank you for having me. And of course. anyone out there that, you know, is into fandoms, you know, Marvel, DC comics, because, you know, I mentioned comics a lot. Uh, I also have a podcast with my husband, Scott. It's called The Shed. And we discuss everything Marvel, DC, Disney, and related. Mm, nice. Yeah, just news about what's coming up, Daredevil, streaming, you know, Titans. Everything. Yeah, I mean, DC fans aren't really happy. <laughs> I think it's because of all that rain and moodiness in their movies. Mm, yeah, that's true. So <laughs> the DCU, what do you expect? No, yeah, that's so, so we're we're Tangent. We're, <laughs> we're informing them just to keep them happy as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, and helping out Marvel fans not get Marvel fatigue. Mm, you know, with fair. our voices in there, maybe help out. Yeah, yeah, nice. Well, cool. Yeah, guys, definitely check. Um, I'll put a link in the bio that way. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and you can check me out at the pam well the underscore pancake on mm. Twitter and send me questions or I just realized I don't do that because everyone like <laughs> everyone I, knows where to yeah, like yeah exactly where, where to find me so <laughs> I just realized like, I don't do that hmm. well I guess they can text me if they like necessary I'm not giving you my number but oh. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely thanks again for coming on and talking about dating relationships I hope I offered enough insight as a you know. Three, two year marriage? Two mm. years. Yeah, we've married. And a dating years. historian. The dating historian. <laughs> <laughs> I do love to learn about dating. Nice. It's um, it's interesting how we evolve as humans. It is true. <laughs> We're always evolving. Mm. Unfortunately. It is evolution. That is the end game. <gasps> oh, snap. <laughs>Actually, one last word, Anchor, the app that I use to record and distribute the podcast, they have an option for listener support. So if you just go to anchor.fm slash sarcastony, which is S-A-R-C-A-S-T-O-N-Y, there's different options. I usually just say go for like the 99 cent option because the way I think about it is just all the change you accumulate throughout the week. And that'd be awesome just because it would help me record elsewhere instead of just inside someone's place or in their office so any support would be helpful and that'd be awesome so thanks again for listening